the lesson of the day I am glad you are here because without you right that's not possible <laughs> you are it right you are the savior of the world you have assumed your function as the light of the world given to you by God 
in the realization that only the fulfillment of your function can bring you the peace and happiness that you're looking for as an apparently separated identity from your source. What you've discovered is that fulfilling your function simply makes you happy. Nothing else here can give that to you. And nothing else can give that to you because anything else is not real. Illusions cannot fulfill the Son of God. But the fun function given to you by God, by your Creator, that is happiness. Fulfilling your function is what happiness is. They are one. My function and my happiness are one. That is a real function. That is not your own personal little goals that you've set for yourself in this world up to now. They are meaningless. And they should be seen as such. You have no function apart from the function given to you by God. You have no personal business. You know, I often hear that, right? That's all. That's none of your business. That's my business. <laughs> well, yeah, but oh, I got to take care of my personal business. You don't really have that. Hmm? Everything simply joins in the attainment of your one goal when your one goal becomes salvation. Right? Everything aligns with that, and what needs to fall away falls away. What interferes with that has to disappear. Because it will become so painful that you do not have a choice in that. No, no. Salvation is your only goal here. The salvation of the world is why you came. And this brings us to the lesson of the day, of course, that we will read in a moment. But this is a true statement. This is not. We're not playing semantics here. You indeed are here for one goal and for one goal only, which is the salvation of the world and your salvation. That's how that is. It's not open to discussion. You have nothing to say about that. You have nothing to say about the curriculum of this course. The curriculum is not open to discussion. You have no input in that. It is what it is, isn't it? I love that. That's how he says it, right? Free will does not mean that you can establish the curriculum. It means only that you can elect what you want to take at a given time. Right? But the curriculum is the curriculum. This is the way you are going to wake up because it's a required course. Now, you can accept to take what you like at a given time because you're welcome to deny it as long as you want, but eventually you will accept it and did and have returned to heaven. And if you can hear that, huh, how time is simply non-linear, how all time is going on all the time, and that what you are accomplishing and right now has already been accomplished in truth you can make a big step and that's what we are learning so we're removing the blocks to the awareness of love's presence we're removing the obstacles that you have put in your mind between the awareness of you as a human being and you as you were created by God. Now, those are not real, but they will have to be overcome. They will have to be removed. 
Without that, your awareness will be very limited. But guess what? Once they're gone, there you are in full awareness, in full blazing light, and in the full realization that whatever you have done in this dream has not affected what you are in truth in any regard. Nothing changed. Right? I love it how he says somewhere in the Course of Miracles, what if you knew? Eh? Why wouldn't you be overjoyed, he says. Why wouldn't you be overjoyed if you knew that everything that you did, the evil and the horrors, have not happened? They have not had any effect. Hmm? You, as you see yourself uh, through guilty and fearful eyes, um, have not uh, in any regard affected you as you really are in truth. That is happy news. You have not changed yourself and you could never do that because you did not make yourself. You, you, you did not create yourself. You, you are not your own creator. You were created out of love and in love by your source, God your Father. And nothing can change that. No matter what dream you dream, uh, in which you are something entirely different, apparently separate and lonely in a dream of your own making, it's still a dream. And dreams are per definition not true. Hmm? Yeah, but what about this and what about that and all that? And what about it? It's not real. Sooner or later, you're just going to have to let it go. And you just see that there is an that there is a speed up, right? There's a shortcut, if you will, to heaven. That simply makes it unnecessary to somehow. Work on that. You see all these self-improvement courses. Everyone is doing self-improvement. Well, that's fine, but the self that you're improving has no reality. Hmm? Well, I'm working on being a better person. Yeah, but that makes no sense at all. Because the person that you're trying to make better isn't, has no reality. You would be way better off simply to say, hey, this is not what I am. I want to experience what I am. And I'm going to practice these two statements that are given me. And I'm going to keep them in my awareness as I go throughout these days. So that the shift can take place within my own mind. That is what I want. That is what's true. Anything else is meaningless. Anything else I have no interest in. But that is my goal for today. My goal is to remember, because that memory is already there. It is already in your mind. That is a memory of before time was and after time is over. Uh, that is a memory that is eternal, that cannot leave your mind. Because ideas leave not their source. But having it kept, having uh, covered it with false ideas it seems like it's not there uh, and you're trying to somehow uh, mm, remake it you don't have to do that what we have discovered is that all we have to do is remember and that is just a quieting of your mind and that needs a quieting down of all the chatter and all the false ideas and all the nonsense with which you have cluttered up your mind 
and you use those as obstacles to the peace of God, which you are in truth, which you have never been different of. You have always been that. See? I love that. I love that you can remember right here, right now, by the simple acceptance of what this says. You are not asked to somehow, um, you know, intellectually prove yourself that you are able to understand this and explain yourself and um, study yourself and better yourself. None of that. What this is, is simply the acceptance of what is true as true and what is false as false. Central idea in our course in miracles. Truth is true, nothing else is true. I love that. That is what we are remembering today. And truly, we are not sitting around and discussing that, correct? I, I, I sometimes look at um, all the course um, associations, if you will, and they're bringing out books and whole volumes of how to apply A Course of Miracles and how to interpret it and uh, books about A Course of Miracles. And why in earth's name would you want to write a book about it? Which is really truly the denial of it. right? Well, I've written a book about A Course of Miracles or I've written a book about my experience with A Course of Miracles or I've written a book about how to interpret A Course of Miracles. And all, what does the Course of Miracles say? Only the practice brings the results. An untrained mind can accomplish nothing. Uh, I love that. He says in the workbook that you're supposed to practice this. You're not supposed to analyze this. You're not supposed to discuss it. Just practice. You go like, well, he always says just practice. It's kind of boring. No. Yeah, it's boring if you don't practice it. You, and you hear me talk about practice, right? But you know what? If you practice it, and you experience for a moment that opening of your crown chakra, if you will, uh, that opening of your mind, where for a moment your awareness just expands uh, to include everything, and it expands in a way that you've never experienced yourself before. You go like, oh, oh, oh now I get it. This is why I need to practice. And you'll never have problem with that again. And you'll want to practice it because nothing has ever shown you what that showed you. Nothing has ever made you as happy as that made you. See? That's what we're talking about. That opening of the mind. That expansion of your awareness. Hmm? Words are words, right? They're cheap. Anyone can write a book. Anyone can talk about something. Anyone, I could talk about you about A Course in Miracles. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is right here, right now, joining with you in the practice of it. Otherwise, what are we doing here? I'm following, so to speak, the uh, instructions, if you will, of my Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right? And the master teacher of A Course in Miracles. That simply tell me that only the practice uh, will bring 
the promise of this course in miracles about that's all and I've heard it all most of us who teach a course in miracles on a daily basis and who practice a course in miracles have heard it like now oh, the course in miracles doesn't work for me or um, well I know all that I've been a course in miracles teacher for 20 years those are all defenses my approach is this I simply practice it I don't justify it I don't you know it's like that is all meaningless a course in miracles for 20 years doesn't mean anything well you know you probably been denied for 20 years hmm? this is really personal is it what are you trying to prove to the world that isn't there why not simply keep this real personal between you and God that we can share isn't it because when you have that once this is a real secret happening in your mind uh, that you it's sacred covenant if you will between you and God uh, that we can share because that, but that's individual isn't it but having made the individual decision we can now share in that knowledge we can now share in that decision that is sacred that doesn't need words that is immediately understood uh, that memory uh, is out of time that has nothing to do with this place I, I don't, I'm not here to convince you of anything I'm not here to uh, uh, demonstrate well if I'm here to demonstrate anything it's the truth but this is a program of attraction that's all it is either you're attracted to this or you're fearful and, and are not attracted to it but sooner or later you will because this is over and this did happen and therefore it will happen in time somewhere but we're not all equal in time so with that let's read what is on our program for today and first I would like to read what is the last judgment and he says Christ's second coming gives the Son of God this gift to hear the voice for God proclaim that what is false is false and what is true has never changed and this the judgment is in which perception ends at first you see a world that has accepted this as true projected from a now corrected mind and with this holy sight perception gives a silent blessing and then disappears its goal accomplished and its mission done the final judg judgment on the world contains no condemnation for it sees the world as totally forgiven, without sin and wholly purposeless. I love that. The final judgment on the world sees the world as totally forgiven and wholly without purpose. That is the way you should see it. Without a cause, and now without a function in Christ's sight, it merely slips away to nothingness. There it was born. And there it ends as well. And all the figures in the dream in which the world began go with it. Bodies now are useless and will therefore fade away because the Son of God is limitless. You who believed that God's last judgment would condemn the world to hell along with you 
accept this holy truth. God's judgment is the gift of the correction he bestowed on all your errors. Let's, let's, let's read that one more time. You who believed that God's last judgment would condemn the world to hell along with you, accept this holy truth. Here it is. He's going to tell you what the last judgment is. And this is so beautiful. Listen. God's judgment is the gift of the correction he bestowed on all your errors, freeing you from them and all effects that they ever seemed to have. That is God's judgment on you. God's judgment is here is the correction. You are still my holy son perfect and whole he takes away all error in your mind I love it freeing you from your own errors and all effects that they ever seem to have this is God's judgment on you hey you're wrong wake up you're still as I created you you know I love it I love it that's it to fear God's saving grace is but to fear complete release from suffering, return to peace, security and happiness, and union with your own identity. That's what you fear, if you fear God. Huh? What do you fear? Complete release from suffering. Return to peace, security, happiness, union with your own identity. God's final judgment is as merciful as every step in his appointed plan to bless his son and call him to return to the eternal peace he shares with him. Be not afraid of love, for it alone can heal all sorrow, wipe away all tears, and gently waken from his dream of pain the son whom God acknowledges as his. I love it. He says, be not afraid. There's nothing to fear. What you fear is nothing. You fear love, but that doesn't make any sense. Look at it. Decide otherwise. Decide again. He says, for it alone, love that is, right? Love alone can heal all sorrow, wipe away all tears, and gently waken from his dream, right, of pain. Right? This is a dream of pain. Let's not, let's not kid each other. This is not a nice place. This is not a nice dream. You have fleeting moments of happiness. But the one central theme of this dream is you're in pain. The Son of God is in pain, which does not make any sense. So, love alone can heal all sorrow, wipe away all tears, and gently waken from his dream of pain the Son whom God acknowledges as his be not afraid of this salvation asks that you give it welcome and the world awaits your glad acceptance which will set us free <laughs> right I love it and the world awaits your glad acceptance of what you as you truly are created love huh? and that will set the world free because what you bind the world with your thoughts all your sorrows and fears are pressing on it. What holds the word in bondage but your thoughts? Lesson 132. 
nothing else. Well, this looks like it's a real place, and it's a no. The only place, or the only thing that holds this world in bondage, are your fears, your miseries, your angers, your pains. That's what holds it in bondage. If you really accepted that, if you really looked at that for a moment, would you not immediately let it go? If you really understood that the only thing that keeps this world of pain in bondage are your thoughts, wouldn't you immediately exchange them for true thoughts? I love that. But that's lesson 132, isn't it? That's a key lesson in A Course of Miracles. Because that simply tells you, no, no, that's a world of pain you see out there. But the reason you see a world of pain is because you're having thoughts of pain. That's it. There is no other reason. That's the reason. So, salvation asks that you give it welcome and the world awaits your glad acceptance which will set it free. This is God's final judgment. You are still my holy son, forever innocent, forever loving and forever loved, as limitless as your creator and completely changeless and forever pure. Therefore, awaken and return to me. I am your father and you are my son. Holy mackerel. I, I mean, I just, I just can't read that without that resonating in me so intensely and you don't even know why. Right? You, you're starting to figure out why because this is a memory that is buried deep within your mind covered on all false ideas but as you allow these false ideas to kind of, uh, you know, lose their reality for you, this resonates and it resonates like nothing can resonate. It, it, it's, like, it's like the forgotten song, right? You, you, you don't remember the whole melody, but you rem remember little wisps of it. And, but that's enough. That's enough to absolutely shatter this whole dream and fully experience it as you are. I love it. Well, the lesson for today is lesson 319 in our book, and it says, I came for the salvation of the world. That, by the way, is a statement of fact. You came for the salvation of the world. You did not come for anything else. Well, I must have come for... No, you came for the salvation of the world. That was already your function. Hmm? I love this, and I, I just almost start crying when I read this. This is so beautiful. He says, here is a thought from which all arrogance has been removed and only truth remains. For arrogance opposes truth. But when there is no arrogance, the truth will come immediately. That is so beautiful. Denial is arrogance, right? But so soon as you let it all go, truth will come immediately. And fill up the space that the ego left unoccupied by lies. Only the ego can be limited, and therefore it must seek for aims which are curtailed and limiting. The ego thinks that what one gains, totality must lose. The ego thinks that what one gains, totality must lose. And yet, it is the will of God I learn 
that what one gains is given unto all. Why is that? Because you only can give to yourself. Um, Father, your will is total. There is only one self. And the goal which stems from it shares its totality. What aim but the salvation of the world could you have given me? And what but this could be the will myself has shared with you? I came for the salvation of the world. Fact. But think about that for a second. That is a perfect statement of your function. You're not here to be the best car salesman. You're not here to be the best teacher, uh, you know, of worldly affairs. You're not here to um, live out a meaningless life. You came for the salvation of the world. That is not arrogant. That sounds arrogant to a human being, but everything here is upside down. It's not arrogant to, the, to truth because it is truth. Let us take a moment and let's just sit with that for a moment because that is quite something. Let that sink in for a moment. Listen to this. We'll be right back.
beautiful. That was Mitch. Gorgeous. That is indeed all I need to know, isn't it? I, I don't need to know anything. This is just me and my father. And that's I need to know I don't I need to know nothing. I'll be told I'm all I'll be told everything I need to know. It truly is that simple. I don't know what else to tell you, huh? What else do I need to know? Nothing. All I need to know is that God created me, that He's my Father, and He wants me to be perfectly happy. God's will for me is indeed perfect happiness. Huh? That's all I need to know. I love it. Anything else? I will be told when I need to know it. Love it. Now, that's how simple this is. I don't know what else to say. That is about as simple as it gets. This is a simple course. This is not a hard course. <laughs> That's another thing you hear sometimes. Oh, this is hard course. I don't understand it. I need someone to explain it to me. There's no explanation necessary. Of course you don't understand it. There's nothing to understand. Right? You can see to someone, you don't understand anything. That would be really close to the truth. Huh? Because you do not understand anything as a hum anything as a human being. That is your problem. Having denied your own identity, having denied who you truly are, you don't understand anything. Because know thyself is to know everything and understand everything. That's the only thing you can know, what it is that you are. I love it. I love how simple this is, don't you? That is just... The sim when that simplicity hits you, and that there is no analyzation involved, there is no discussion involved, there is no... Just simple acceptance and practice of what it says. If you have trouble accepting it, practice it. But truly, that's what matters. And that holds also for the lesson for today. I came for the salvation of the world is a thought from which all arrogance has been removed and only truth remains. Yes, to the world that's arrogant. But remember, the world doesn't know anything. It's the opposite, right? Everything is upside down in this world. What is arrogant to the world uh, is often tr is true. Uh, and truth is arrogant to the world. That's how that is. I love it. For arrogance opposes truth. But when there is no arrogance, the truth will come immediately. That's how simple that is. And with that, we will leave it for today. That was so nice to see you. It was so nice to join with you for a moment. Because I don't know anything that makes me more happy than joining with a brother in light for a moment and recognizing our oneness. I can do that anywhere, anytime, and this makes me incredibly happy. Because when minds recognize their oneness, they become glad. And that is a fact. So I am glad that you are here. I am glad that we joined for a moment I wish you a great, great day. I'll play you one song on the way out of here. Listen to this.
sing a song Sing out loud Sing out strong Sing of good things Sing of happy, not sad. Sing, sing a song. Make it simple to last your whole life.
I am sustained by the love of God. As I listen to God's voice, I am sustained by His love. As I open my eyes, His love lights up the world for me to see. As I forgive, His love reminds me that His Son is sinless. And as I look upon the world with the vision He has given me, I remember that I am His Son. Now I welcome the real world that is all around me. I am remembering my real home. I am coming home at last. Listening to Voice from Heaven live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.